Hello. Welcome. Pastor Deborah here. Yeah. We're in another recording. While we're here in the garden, I'm teaching you. Yeah, yeah. This is a beautiful motion video. Yeah, hearts coming off a beautiful flower. And it's from Pixabay. Mm-hmm. I get free motion videos from them. And I'm recording in Zoom Pro. Now, you know I do not use a green screen. So, I'm fuzzy. Things might happen, like I put my hand out, and it'll just disappear into the picture. Things might happen around my hair and my background will come through. So, welcome. We're once again in the garden with another teaching from the playlist called Story Time in the Garden. Welcome to all from wherever you are, whatever age you are. Welcome. And this video is going to be a spiritual teaching. We have been working in story time about the one who decided to step out of his closet of being just one and breathe out of himself like this wonderful flower is. Breathe out himself, his images, his likeness, out into the vastness of nothingness. Now, here we are, and we don't know anything about him. So this story time is to help us learn about him, the great creator, designer, architect. That's right, painter, mm-hmm. musician. Mm-hmm. Sculpture. Mm-hmm. That's right. He created everything, every color, every form and shape. Now, he didn't create those that are perverse and wicked and twisted. The lack of the Holy Spirit, the lack of love and light and truth, did that. And that's the results of not having him. In your life spiritually. We are beginning to pick up in part number or lesson number four of the scepter. We've been working through his clothes, his shoes, his robe, his crown. Now we're on the scepter. Mm -hmm. I kind of related it as maybe his wand you would see in witchcraft. Could be his hand as a scepter. Could be just a rod, a staff. Mm -hmm. So we want to pick up there where we've left off and we'll do a quick review. But first, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you that you brought all those here to your garden on every planet and in every galaxy to hear your words of spirit and truth, to know more about you. As the great creator, the one, Mm -hmm. here in story time. Thank you for teaching us about your royalty, your majesty, so we can learn about ourselves through your Holy Spirit, through knowledge, through truth. In the name of Christ Jesus, help us all you can, Mm -hmm. because we need it so much. In the name of Jesus Christ, your son, the living word made flesh in his name 
Amen. I want to do a quick review of what we did in the last lesson, number three. We had begun with the word scepter. And we had been taught that the scepter, this wand, this long staff, rod, was invested with, clothed with, some kind of authority and power of this king, of his throne, of his righteousness and his ability and right, legal right to rule and reign a kingdom called heaven. And we learned it was agape love. And it was invested in, it was empowered in the scepter. And we looked up the words, the scepter and the Webster's Dictionary, and it was a token of royal authority, a token of sovereign authority, a token invested with empowerment, with royal authority. And we looked up the word invested, I-N-V-E-S-T-E-D, in Webster's Dictionary, and it means Symbols of an office of honor, furnished with power and authority. An emblem where authority and power was granted. It was a covering, sort of a vest, clothes. It covered completely. It enveloped. It clothed and cloaked it. It adorned this emblem and it surrounded it with power and strength that was the scepter you see it how it's played out in a way in a witch's wand a sorcerer's wand where they point and power comes out you can also see it when somebody shows his hand and power comes out from the hand or When a judge brings down his gavel. This scepter of the kingdom of heaven. That this God created and holds in his hand. It was endued with power. It was established. And sealed with power. Mm -hmm. The wand is usually a piece of wood. I guess it could be metal of some kind. The hand also is the same way. It's an extension. Okay. The scepter is held in your hand. You point it at people. You can curse people with it, bless people with it. Mm -hmm. In Strong's Concordance that I use, we looked up the Hebrew and the Greek words. It's a rod of an empire, a kingdom. In the Greek, the scepter was a symbol of the king of a kingdom. And we learned first about it in Genesis 49.10. It says the scepter shall not depart from Judah. Mm -hmm. Judah was the tribe that was eventually going to be the tribe of which Christ Jesus came through. Judah meant praise. 
But for a long time, the tribe of Levi was the caretakers of the authority and dominion Mm -hmm. until Judah came. We hear about the scepters in Numbers 24, 17. It says a scepter shall rise out of Israel. That means a branch of righteousness, glory, power will rise up. Is that a person? It did, yes. A person's a branch. A person, Pastor Deborah's spirit, is considered a scepter in the hand of God himself. So we learn that a rod, the scepter, was going to rise up out of Israel. Israel means prince. Mm -hmm. A king shall hold out the golden scepter. We read about that in Esther 4.11. When you approach the king, he would have a big wand, a scepter in his hand, beautiful, golden. And if he allowed you to come forward, he would point it and say, come. He could also Speak with his hand, his scepter. He could lower it, raise it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they just use their hand. The hand became the scepter. In Psalms 45, 6, we read, The scepter of your kingdom, O Lord, is a righteous scepter and is righteousness itself. Goodness. In Isaiah 14, 5, we read that the scepter of rulers, when you're a ruler, not a politician, they're elected. You have to understand kingship. It's by birth. Mm -hmm. Birth. You come from a family of kings. Pastor Deborah does. I'm actually a king spiritually. In Christ Jesus, in the word of God, a king of the kingdom of heaven. My territory right now is earth, and it seems to be expanding out to the galaxies. Far and wide. I'm going through black holes, out billions and billions of light years. Mm -hmm. You have to be a ruler, not an elected official, but a spiritual King by birth. Now, Satan knows that. So he has been genetically breeding people's genes and spiritual families together to bring forth his spiritual kings that have served him through the generations. We also read in Ezekiel 19.14. But there was no rod, but a strong rod to be a scepter to rule. You might be a branch, but weak. You might be a child of a king, but you're not ready. When you get anointed king, if you watch Queen Elizabeth II's ordination, she walks down carrying the orb in one hand, the scepter in the other. You go watch it. Excellent. Excellent. In Amos 1.5, we read, Him that holds the scepter 
Mm-hmm. Now, in the realm of the spirit, the scepter may not look like what we see in Queen Elizabeth's ordination long years ago. It may not look like a witch's wand. It might just be my words. It might just be my hand. It looks different in that realm. In Zechariah 10.11, we read, The scepter of Egypt shall depart. Yes, even kings will have their scepters taken, their power and authority taken. Mm -hmm. And God has removed one particular one right now. I took him to the throne room. He is one of God's children, and upon his earthly death, he will be in heaven but a baby. But he was told all that he's doing is wrong. It's against the kingdom of heaven, against Godly love. It's his soul and Satan working together through his body. And he was judged guilty. The scepter was taken. His throne was taken. And he is now left to the wolves, sort of of Isengard, left to the orcs to devour him. He's now a traitor to Satan himself. Mm -hmm. Satan pleaded his case. But he has, was born again. And he was told that nothing he's done will ever be remembered. Not on the new earth. Nobody will know who he is in heaven. He'll be but a baby. Mm-hmm. He was told. And he was judged. And the scepter of his throne, his authority and power was taken. Many of his demons were taken. He is now an enemy to Satan. Mm -hmm. That's what Pastor Deborah does a lot with certain individuals. I don't judge them. I take them to the judge of the universe to judge them. Mm -hmm. So I did. Yeah. In Hebrews 1.8, that's the New Testament, we read a scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom. This guy that I took, this political leader, to the judge of the universe for judgment. He did not have a scepter of righteousness anymore. It was taken. His kingdom was taken from him. And there's another leader I did that with. Because he's been corrupt his whole life. His life is nothing but a crime, a lie, deception. Pimping out his children, human trafficking them. To make money. Mm -hmm. He's been judged. The scepter, his throne, it's all been taken. Mm -hmm. He actually worships another god. Some goddess. Some mother. Mm -hmm. He's been judged guilty. Of unrighteousness. Mm -hmm. Pastor Deborah's a tough, tough leader. I don't judge. I take him to the judge of the universe, spiritually. Oh, that one, that leader, he'll be in heaven also. He does believe in Christ Jesus, but he doesn't serve him. He serves himself, not even his political party, but himself. Some people say he's like a crime boss, a mafia crime boss. And all of his family benefit, serve him. Mm Mm-hmm. And he thinks he's the, I don't know, the head of some 
some family. But he wants you to believe he's just a wonderful person. And he's not. When you carry the scepter of righteousness, it's straight. It's not crooked or perverse. It's level. So the scepter of the king, of the kingdom of heaven, is what? Agape love. That's right. Mm -hmm. And we're going to hear what our scepters are endowed with, are endued with, what they're invested with, the power of agape love that's in your hand. It's in the scepter. Agape love. The righteous power and authority and dominion. Mm -hmm. It can be extended. It can be withheld. Mm -hmm. But we're going to talk about the power that's in the scepter. The power of, the power that created it. Mm -hmm. I just watched a wonderful King Arthur movie. It was so wonderful. King Arthur was off in France fighting. Back home, his son, Morgred, maybe, was trying to marry his mother, Guinevere, who loved Sir Lancelot. And this king had forgotten what Excalibur was, what a king meant. He thought the king was to have a woman he loved and that she would love him. Guinevere loved Lancelot. But Lancelot was not the king of England. He did not carry Excalibur. And Merlin the wizard had to help the king realize what a king is, what the purpose of a king was, what the purpose, the staff, the scepter of Excalibur meant. You as a king and a leader will not have a normal life like other humans. You are to protect a nation, people, resources. You may not ever have the love of your heart, a wonderful wife. You cannot be torn by children. You have to set your fatherly and motherly feelings aside for your own children. Your nation, Queen Elizabeth showed us that, the first, not the second. Queen Elizabeth I was called the Virgin Queen. She had no children. The whole nation became her children to raise and protect. She tried to have love lives with men, but the men knew her as their queen. But she wanted, she still desired to have just a human, male and female relationship. A king cannot afford that. That is not your role as king. You cannot walk that walk. And now there are some royalties that are struggling with that. Mm -hmm. They put aside their kingship to be a mother, a father. And they forget the nation. So this movie, I can't even remember the name of it. But it was excellent. It reminded me of how a king must think and feel. You will not live a normal life will not have normal emotional desires like others. You're to protect them so they can love each other and bring forth more people. But you are to protect the nation. You're not to be going to have all kinds of 
sexual relationships with people. You're not to be drinking away and being angry and trying to get revenge. You're to stay in your throne, your place with your scepter. And agape love is going to show us the heart of the scepter and the king. Agape love was the greatest gift ever given. It was wrapped up in every element, every cloth, and in the scepter itself. And I want to read to you what that is. The authority and power that this agape love has. This comes out of 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 13. Out of the authorized King James Bible. Godly love spiritually suffers long. Godly love is spiritually kind. Godly love spiritually envies not. You don't get jealous of other people and them having wonderful families and people who love them. You rejoice that they're happy. Godly love is not spiritually puffed up. In pride. Agape love does not spiritually behave unseemly. You don't get drunk. You don't do drugs. You don't have sex with it. You don't live with people. You live a life alone, separate, quiet, studying, being educated. You won't live like other people. And you don't take, you don't have a lot of slaves. You don't have a harem of women or children or boys. You don't live. You don't even have to live in palaces. But you live differently, alone. So the others can live. You protect like a shepherd, alone out in the fields, watching over the others, protecting them with your staff, your rod, your scepter, authority and power. Godly love spiritually does not seek her own way. Godly love is not easily spiritually provoked. Godly love spiritually thinks no evil. Godly love spiritually rejoices not in spiritual iniquity and perverseness and wickedness. Godly love spiritually rejoices in the spiritual truth. Godly love spiritually bears, witnesses, endures, carries on itself on behalf of others all spiritual things. You stand and take the hits, the attacks. For the others, you guard them with your righteous laws, your scepter. You bless and not curse. You forgive and not hold. Vengeance. Godly love spiritually believes all spiritual things are possible. That a nation can be free spiritually. The enemy can be defeated and was on a cross. God beloved spiritually believes that all things are possible. 
God beloved spiritually hopes all spiritual things are possible. There has to be no doubt in you as a king holding your scepter, agape love. Agape love must have great hope in you. It must be your scepter, your ruler, your staff, your rod. Must be your protector. It is a symbol to yourself and to all the kingdom, the people that you serve. The scepter is an element and consecrated emblem of kingship. It shows you are a servant of others, that your life is to serve them, not the other way around. God beloved spiritually endures all spiritual things that are done to it. When people betray you, you endure it. You don't have retribution. You don't hold envy and jealousy and hate. You don't get mad. You look at them as little sheep, children, and you go after the rightful enemy with a vengeance. God beloved spiritually never fails. The scepter is an emblem of power that never fails. Mm-hmm. Agape love, where the love and the peace of the kingdom of heaven, the heart of God himself, flows through it like a river, a stream of power, a lightsaber, a wand, a hand with power and force coming out of it. And where joy is eternal. God we love is a powerful source. It's a river, a power always flowing from the scepter. Where the banner, the flag, the standard of a God we love, when the scepter is held up, the hand is held up, and it breathes out. That is a flag, the emblem of the kingdom and the king. And it flies over the kingdom. It is to rule and reign over and manage, shepherd the flock, the pastor, the pastures of the kingdom of heaven for the owner, for God himself, who entrusted you spiritually. If you, and if you can get the understanding from the spirit on this, then you will come through your soul And you will learn to be a shepherd of the earth. Manage the resources, the people, the money. Mm -hmm. For them to see what a righteous king is with a righteous scepter. Agape love. The scepter. Agape love. Where nothing is spiritually impossible to do when it's directed at you. Handed. Flowing out to you. Blessing you. From the heavenly father. The scepter. Where your true spiritual identity. Is clothed in. Is housed. Just one emblem. Of your power and authority. I don't carry a scepter like a staff anymore. My hand. Is it. My words are it. My body. My life. My spirit itself. Is 
the scepter. For your true homeland is with your majestic throne. Yes, I have a throne here on earth, spiritually. Mm -hmm. I am here on behalf of the king, my king, the king of the kingdom of heaven. I've been sent. I'm an apostle. I'm an adventurer. I am here on earth. And I have a kingdom within me, my spirit, my soul, and my body. And I'm to make this earth to help other people develop the kingdom of heaven within themselves. I'm to take new territory, expand. Not like you see on the earth through wars and invasions. But through love, speaking love, pointing my scepter of forgiveness and mercy. Through words, deeds of blessings. The scepter represents the kingdom. The kingdom of heaven where your heavenly father is and your mother. Where agape love, the royal law of the kingdom of heaven and the royal family resides all of that is in the scepter that's right so that's just one emblem of being a king it is clothed invested with authority and power agape love itself Mm -hmm. and i want to extend the scepter of the kingdom of heaven to you i want to put a blessing on you say come come into the kingdom Come and meet your king, not Pastor Deborah, but the king of the kingdom of heaven. Come. He is here waiting to meet you. He loves you so much. He wants you in the family so you too can grow and develop and become a king spiritually. And he can send you out into the world of darkness and ignorance and help flow through the scepter of agape love to others, to be a blessing, not a curse, to bring gifts and authority and dominion against Satan and the kingdom of darkness. If you would like to be in this family, you're welcome. Just nod your head, say, thank you, I want in, it's done. And you are birthed anew, you are given a Hebrews 4.12, right out of the soul's captivity, of the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, And the pride of life. That is right. And now you'll be able to be spiritually taught. Come to the garden whenever you want. Mm -hmm. Don't have to have me here. But you can come spiritually. So you, the scepter is granted to you. Come forward. Come into the kingdom. Be blessed. Receive all that agape love. Joy and peace has to offer you. And then we will help you to grow and learn. And when you get attacked, we'll be there with teachings and learning. Now, not everybody's in the kingdom. A lot of people are just in culture, religion, Mm -hmm. denominations. (laughs) That's not the kingdom. The kingdom. You're the king. Now, that means warrior, protector. That means like a politician. But then you'll have to learn how to be a royal priest and speak unto the enemies. 
and declare and decree and bind and loose and pray on the behalf of others. That's the priest part. You are too. You are a royal priest and a king, a politician, a warrior, a leader, a manager by birth, not by election. So you have to be born again into this family by believing in Christ Jesus who went to the cross, who died for you, that he's the son of the living God. And he went to the cross, he died, he went to hell, but he rose again. He now sits on the right hand of the father. That's right. He's alive. He comes to a lot of you in your mosque, your prayer time, your dreams. When you believe in him, you believe in his father. You're a new creature. You're in the family. A baby. And you'll be given mothers to help you grow. Teachers. Pastors. Maybe through movies, art, music. Circumstances. A lot of work needs to be done in you yet. You'll learn about the scepter, the orb, the crown, the throne. And how to be a king on earth. Mm -hmm. That's right. And how to be a royal priest. But right now. I extend the scepter of agape love to you to bless you, to come out of the darkness, to come out of slavery into freedom. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this teaching on the scepter, that agape love is your scepter, is your emblem, is your authority and dominion here in the kingdom of darkness on earth and on all the other planets to bring forth little ones into life and light. Father, be about your work. Fulfill Isaiah 61 and 62. Bring forth children, Father, as your heart has always desired. Make them brand new in Christ through the blood, the sacrifice, and help them grow and become a king, carrying the scepter of the kingdom of heaven, agape love itself flowing out of them, as a mighty river and power. In the name of Christ Jesus, amen. Okay, I'll see you in the next video teaching. Bye.